I've been sitting here for 35 minutes listening to my man across the table run his mouth. Drop the banner, please. Last one if I we could. Never a doubt. Bruise without toes. Wild still excommunicated. <laughs> they eat lunch all up in your face and give you none. This will be the motto for everyone, not just Nick Wright. Never a doubt. How about never a chance? Oh. The only thing, Roz, that would make this better is a sandwich with chips and a soda pop. Live from New York, it's the show that has recently been heralded as not bad on Twitter. It's first things first. Today, on the eve of the eve of the AFC Championship, aka the first things first bowl, in this, not really a corner, just an oblong desk, Chiefs fan and reigning Super Bowl champion, Nick Wright. And the challenger from Ohio and Iowa and Louisiana. He'll go to your house and eat a sandwich and not let you have any. He waves the pom-poms for no man. It's Christopher Sark taking this very seriously. Let's take a quick Look at the tail of the tape for the first things first bowl. Here we go. Uh, Chiefs Ravens, obviously. Nick has picked the Chiefs on February 13th, nearly a full year since their Super Bowl victory. Meanwhile, Broussard, September 1st, 148 days. And then in a joke that Dusty basically forced me to put in the show. Toes down. Not applicable for Nick Wright. Brew, 10. That's right. That's how I stay. <laughs> it seems like a foregone conclusion as we start the show, yet I will ask anyways. Nick, mm -hmm. who you got? Well, you know who I've got. Yes. But I'm going to tell you why I've got him. And, Brew, if you'd like, if you'd like to hit this victory cigar, because it's the only one that you're going to come close to in the next 72 <laughs> hours, I'll feel free to slide it over to you. But this is what... The Chiefs have been building towards and what they have been built for. You must have a defense with answers if you run into one of the other superheroes that plays quarterback in that. this league. Last week, they did and they did. They ran into one of them in Josh Allen and they had the answers. What were the answers in that game? Keep everything in front of us. Trust our linebackers that we have invested in, much like the Ravens have and the Niners have, actually, mm -hmm. and the Lions, for that matter, with their high draft pick. When other teams have said, ah, not that important of a position inside linebackers, trust that we can rally and tackle and give up little bits to prevent the giant chunks. To be able to have a defense that can do that, and then the very next week, do the exact opposite. Have a defense that can say, you know what, we are going to trust ah. our two Best corner duo in the league, our two young star corners, a first-team All-Pro and a first-team All-Pro that was snubbed, to handle your receivers one-on-one -on -one because we are going to send the house at Lamar Jackson. Because while Lamar has been great this year, in his career, and we can show it to you, he has struggled against the Chiefs. Why is that? Steve Spagnuolo's been the D coordinator, and he has, even when the Chiefs defense stunk, Lamar struggled. What is the only circumstance, Brew, under which Lamar has struggled this season? When you send a lot of pressure. So we can show you that. Lamar this year, if you send less than six rushers, that's how he won the MVP. Lamar, when you send six, struggles. Hmm. Why doesn't everyone do it? Because they don't have the corners to hold up if you send the six. The Chiefs have been built for it. And by the way, probably should be mentioned, they also have the greatest player we've ever seen. Helps. If the defense can't, you know, shut out the Ravens, which they probably would struggle to do. So that's why I believe in Kansas City. I, mean, I agree with you. They've got the greatest player we've ever seen. But they don't have the greatest player this season. This season, Lamar Jackson was the greatest player. And the fact is... From day one when this season started, mm -hmm. we have seen who has been the best team. From day one, they wiped out a Houston team 
that unbeknownst to us at the time became a really good team. And we thought, oh, they beat them by 16 in week one. C.J. Stroud was young. His first start, he didn't know what he was doing. They really weren't that good at that point. And then they meet him in the first game in the playoffs or their first game, and they beat him even worse. All right, this team has no weaknesses. Defensively, you want to run, we can stop the run. You want to pass, we can stop the pass. In fact, we can put pressure on your quarterback. We sack quarterbacks more than anybody. All right, we take it away. We'll make you fumble. We'll get interceptions. Defensively, they do it all. Offensively, we got the best run game in the league, and we got the most unique runner maybe of the decade, all right, in in, in quarterback Lamar Jackson. And we've got a new pass-friendly offense that he has mastered at this point in the season. They got better receivers. And Mark Andrews, the all-pro tight end, is back. So now we can throw the two-man, two-tight end formation at you. They have so many ways to attack the Chiefs. And, Nick, last week you said the Chiefs kind of let for lack of a better term, Buffalo run on them. Yes. I don't think they let them. I think they just got pushed around at the, at the, on the you line of scrimmage. I don't think there was anything to do with them allowing zero big plays the I whole mean, game the, that the, you have to let something happen? You don't, you don't ever want to let 182 yards happen. Okay. And it was a three-point game. It wasn't like it was a blowout. And so I think Baltimore will be able to run on them, which will open things up even more for Lamar in the passing game. Defensively, like I said, they get a ton of sacks. All right, they, they led, led the league in sacks. And you know this Spagnolia. I meant to bring this up with the Russian. Since he's been the coordinator, he's great, Steve Spagnolia. Uh, but since he's been their defensive coordinator since 2019, they have allowed the most rushing touchdowns by quarterbacks in the entire league, 26. And they ain't playing Lamar Jackson every week. All right, so Lamar should be able to rush for some touchdowns. And, and as far as the defense – Mahomes, you talked about Lamar struggling against the pressure. Mahomes has struggled mightily against the pressure this year. You see the six TDs, seven interceptions, passer ratings down. Career-wise, he's been okay, but this year, not the same because we all know he doesn't have the same receivers. Well, and by the way, it should be noted, the Chiefs had one first-team All-Pro on offense, Joe Tooney, and he is their one offensive player who might be out this week. And the two tackles have struggled. Which is all totally fair. I don't think the Chiefs need to score a lot of points in this game. That's the. This is a defense, field position, kicker's game. And a sneaky story, something in the last year and a half happened with Justin Tucker, he can't hit long kicks anymore. This year, 0 for 4 from greater than 40 yards, or greater than 50 yards, pardon me, I misspoke. He's still as money as you get 50 or inside, didn't I think only missed one all year, but 0 for 4 from greater than 50 yards. Bucker missed two kicks all year, made 550 plus, and one of the two was with your guys cheating deflated footballs in New England, and then he missed the next one ever because it messed with his mojo. So here, you're right, Brew. And you saw it, obviously, way earlier than me because I thought the Ravens were going to miss the playoffs. So the Ravens have been great all year, and they showed it in week one. The Chiefs' defense has been great all year, and they showed it in week one. Week one against Detroit, a team that leans on their offense. Detroit scored 14 points on offense. The very They scored 21 in the game. One was a pick six. Mm-hmm. That when, they have, when the Chiefs have played the best quarterbacks, that's when they've played their best. The very next week, they held Trevor to nine. They held Jalen Hurts to 150 yards passing. They held Josh Allen in both the meetings to 410 yards passing total. They held Tua in two meetings to 21 offensive points or 21 points from the offense or from the team total. So the Chiefs have raised their game against the best quarterbacks. And I would, you are, you pointed out that one of the things the Ravens do so well is take the ball away. So I wonder if in this game, that is actually beneficial to Kansas City in this regard. So Mahomes is right now on the longest streak in NFL history without a turnover in the playoffs. He's at five, without a pick. He's at five games. He already has the record. See if he extends it to six. The, Chief, the Ravens this year were number one in takeaways at 31. The Chiefs were fifth worst in takeaways at 17. Despite that, it's 16.5 points a game allowed to 17 points a game allowed. The Ravens, part of their defensive strength has been turning the other team over. The Chiefs have been this great defensively without 
turning the other mm-hmm. team over. And I think, and I don't know if you disagree with me on this, I think this weekend the quarterback more likely to make a big mistake is Lamar Jackson. The, the, now maybe a he receiver doesn't throw from, interceptions. So, he doesn't. Th- he was third in the league in interception percentage. So he, now he has had problems fumbling. Yes. Not so much lately, but yeah, earlier in the season, he could fumble for sure. But I think Mahomes. You know, Mahomes obviously will also throw a pick here and there. He hasn't, like you said, in the playoffs recently. But well, he also, yeah, I mean, in his playoff career, he's season. thrown seven and sixteen games. Four of those were in Super Bowls, and so he's thrown in the in the thirteen non Super Bowls he's played in, he's thrown three total interceptions. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, he's in the in the playoffs, he's pretty good at taking care of the football. You saw the when you were out there in the hallway getting ready, bro. Yeah, you saw the clip, right? Yeah, clip that we ran. Yes, your feet were on the table. Yes, yeah, you you were talking about sandwiches. Yes, this guy right here, not that guy. Okay. I'm just saying. I, look, I know, you didn't I know, notice there was a lot of dis- co- you got. There was a lot of cogent analysis in that segment. There wasn't a lot of bluster. There was the only a bluster. The only bluster came out of this cigar and from that beautiful Versace like You didn't robe. see those those jabs and and that uppercut. Uh, yeah, before the segment no, right, exactly. started. But once once see can wow, I tell you why? This is not see can, look privately for the audience. Wilds is on Nick's side. You are a Chiefs fan. You are a Chiefs fan. I know who you got. Bro, can I ask you? This is like Ali versus Foreman when Don King was the promoter. (laughs) King wanted Foreman. (laughs) But we know who prevailed. Bro, can I, since you just brought up boxing, it's kind of boxing motif, can I tell you, Wilds, what happened here? Brew prepped all week, all day leading up for one thing, and then all of a sudden, I came out in a southpaw stance. I didn't say anything about the Chiefs' offense. I didn't say anything about Mahomes or Kelsey. I made it all about that Chiefs' defense, and he was disarmed. No, he was all of a sudden. He was like, "That's not what I was. That's not what I was preparing for." They'll go out out there there looking like Sweet Pea Whitaker. They're twelve personnel Uh with two tight ends. They can run the football. They got a quarterback you can't account for. They got receivers like what? It sounded like I said no weaknesses. I'm not worried. You're trying to convince Nick, the audience, me, and himself. Correct. Okay. That's right. Okay. Take that to Go the bank. <laughs> Take that to the bank. We'll Mahomes, see how that Mahomes 3 and 2 career record in AFC Championship games. One loss to Brady, one loss to Burrow. Could Lamar be the third QB on the list? Well, not if Mahomes plays honestly, just fine. League average passer rating is 90ish. His career average 103, second best ever. But Brew, if he just has a regular game, not like below average for him, 80 or above. They've won every time. So the question is, can Kansas City win without a big game from Patrick Mahomes? No. I'm not saying he has to go historic for him because historic for him is crazy. But he has to have a great game. I disagree with Nick. Baltimore is going to score. I think the Chiefs are going to have to go about 30 points or oh, wow. more to win this game. So Baltimore is going to set the season high for points scored yeah, against yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah, they're the best team the Chiefs have played. Sure. No, Chiefs no, no, have I'm not faced anything sense. close the, to Baltimore. No, that's totally – I'm just – Because everything – they, they, they faced uh, Miami. Baltimore beat them by 37. All right, we, they didn't play Buffalo, but, you know, yeah, Baltimore destroyed – they, they played Detroit. Detroit beat y'all by a point. Baltimore beat them by 32 Sure? I mean, you haven't okay. seen the likes of this, all right? Their last – nine of their last 11 games in which they played the starters. So, I threw out the last game of the season, all right? They've scored 30 – more than 30 points in nine of their last 11. That's pretty good. And even including the games they didn't score 30, they've averaged 34 points a game over the last 11. Six of those opponents are playoff teams. Like, they're scoring. So Mahomes is going to have to be Mahomes. He's going to have to have 30 or more points. I know he hasn't had to yet, but I don't think that defense, again, I was not impressed. I was impressed with the victory by the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I wasn't impressed with the defense. Okay, well, I, so then, Hubs, can we just switch the order real quick? Can we just show the Chiefs' second-half defense over the last two months? The idea, like, they, the, 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 this is a weird thing that's going on, which is, People are just finding reasons to not believe what they see. Nick, the, Nick, Patriots, Brew, how Raiders, about, Brew, how about Bengals just last, without Joe Burrow, Brew. Chargers without Justin Herbert. I mean, I'm supposed okay. to be impressed by that? What about last week against the team you thought was going to beat them? 
Oh, they played about, well. Like but, I said, but they got run on but, like crazy. Right, and and the they ran up. They gave up 182 yards. Yeah, yeah, drop the banner for it. I mean, they scored seven points. They they won they, by three. They, 27 I, I get it. I, I get it. If you were, listen, it's just a difference of opinion. If you were not impressed by the Chiefs' not defense yesterday, last Sunday, then I don't know what to tell you. And what I do know what to tell you is what Mahomes has done in his career against Baltimore. And it's not this year, but Baltimore. Every year except for one has had a top three scoring defense that Mahomes has played them, okay? Every year of, of Lamar's career, they've been first, second, or third scoring defense except for one season. Patrick averages 370 passing yards, what 120 rating, and that's it's the most ever by any quarterback against any opponent. That's past history, man. The, who who was the who was the top receiver on those teams? Every single one of those games. What? No, it's not true. McCole Hardman had the biggest game. No, I'm not, I'm talking about who was on the two. Who was the best receiver on the Chiefs? Oh, okay. Tyree Kill was every on the, single yeah, one of those the, games. No, they was, had Tyree Kill. He was on even the if team. he didn't kill in that yep. game, you had to worry about him. He was a threat. It, that's exactly right. Which they is got why it's really good. They don't need a big game from him. I can tell you exactly what they need in this game. It's a little five-point plan. Can I show it to you? Oh, wow. We can do a little countdown. Show it to you if you would. Four sacks of Lamar Jackson, oh, like which they will Christmas get. Carol. Three luck big you. Mahomes throws. You don't need a half dozen. You don't need a bunch. That would that three, would count as a really good game? Three a, big throws? Three, no, I thought – you. I know you don't think he I'm not really talking big about – Against 15 the Bills. yards across the I middle. Know, I understand. What's a big throw? What? Big Mahomes. Throw like the, the play to MBS to open the second half. Okay. That, well, he had that against Buffalo. He had three and you and didn't he played get a well really big exactly. He didn't play great. Two back-breaking Mahomes scrambles. Check. What ju- and the, just one defensive pass interference on Snead. I'm just baking in one. Let's not have multiple. Snead's going to get handsy and then zero Mahomes turnovers, which is what you're going to get. And so that's the recipe. They don't need – this is the point I've been trying to make, Brew. They built a team so he doesn't have to be Superman knowing he can be. So he just needs to take the cape off a few times in a game that this defense has allowed more than 30 – or 30 points in a game once in 35 games. Like they you, have not faced the likes of this. They haven't. Bro. Every big team that y'all played, that Baltimore played, Baltimore the, crushed, crushed. Go ahead. I mean, I'm just saying. Like you haven't. You you can talk about. Like I said, that graphic you show where they shut down the the Chargers and they shut down the Patriots. That's irrelevant compared the, to this. No, I I was more focused on what they did in the two playoff games against Miami, a Miami offense that. Everyone loved all year, and a Bills team that smart people were picking. We now, knew Miami would struggle against anybody it, it in cold here, Here's what the Chiefs, though, had <laughs> for the Bills game. I don't think you saw this. They had bulletin board material. Mm-hmm. Lots of it. They had lots of I it. I see. And the Ravens have been very smart in not giving the Chiefs bulletin board material. True. But, Brew, did you see Patrick Mahomes' personal Instagram this morning? Because he <laughs> made a post this morning. Can we play it for the audience? Here's Mahomes' post. Sound up, please. The Chiefs got beat by this Buffalo team head-to-head. Buffalo has the home field advantage where they are very good. So Is that actually true? I swear to God. <laughs> that's what I know it probably hurt him because I'm, I'm a big Brew, fan of Patrick Mahomes. Dusty, so I'm Brew, the first to call him Jordan S, listen, but Brew. I got to tell the truth. <laughs> we got to put it on the board. Hold on. When, what? We got to put it on the board. You're supposed to put me on the, the board, not right, you want, you want the actual you? <laughs> yeah, you can uh, pick that one. You on. can pick put the one goes on. Put the one in the suit. Chris Broussard. Going on the board. I'm putting it right here, Dust. I don't care. It's going right over there, right in the middle, where everyone can see it so we can eliminate him. Chris Broussard has given the Chiefs what they needed. That's a good Bulletin board material. The Cowboy will have to wait for another day. Wow, he put that on there. I know it hurt him because I called him Jordan. He, you know. Really, really hurt him. And I've been in this corner. Extra motivation. And I am in this corner. but No, you're not. No, no. Overall, I mean, overall. He's a great. He's the greatest we've ever seen. But they are going what to I say? go what down I say five this week. Exactly right. No, you're not, your heart's not in it. If you're saying no, you're on the, I've been calling him the greatest we ever. I mean, in the long run, right. the What'd overall, he is the greatest, bro. the best we've ever no, seen. Well, best quarterback we've to? ever seen. Jordan S. How many games like this, Michael Jordan lose? 
Well, great take. No, I mean Jordan lost conference well, finals. This uh, guy's Jordan, Jordan, lost, no, Jordan lost conference finals. Once he started winning Detroit. championships, he did. No, they're uh, different in that. Oh, okay. One. They're oh, different oh, in that okay. one. Got Jordan won straight. straight. Joined Kay Adams and pitched a formula for slowing down Lamar Jackson. Take a listen. Yes, the, the Ravens are in, an incredible team, but there is a formula to beat Lamar, unfortunately, and it's making him go east to west and make him throw the football. Okay. Uh, what can Lamar prove with a win? Well, I was really surprised, Brew, at how many people, when I did that all-time quarterback pyramid yeah. and I had Lamar on there on the bottom, I, I knew some people would disagree with that. But what people really took issue with was me saying, if he retired today, he'd be a Hall of Famer. But I thought it was almost that everyone would agree because if you have two league MVPs, you're a Hall of Famer. Yep. Like it just so it, it is. There is no precedent of it of you not being a Hall of Famer with that. With that said, if you think it's borderline, if he wins this game and then retire and then never lose Super Bowl, never plays again, Hall of Famer. If you went, went have two league MVPs and went to a Super Bowl, Hall of Famer first of all, and second of all, and I see if you agree, what winning this game would do is have the, make it a not a debate about who's the second-best quarterback in football. There'd be a debate about who's the third-best quarterback in football. One and two, and maybe some would argue Lamar's one and Mahomes is two, whatever it is, but they, they would have, he would have separated himself like Mahomes has because no other active quarterback other than Rodgers has MVPs. Only a few have been to a Super Bowl to where he is a clear-cut so top-two quarterback. Be, yeah, he'd be the rival for Mahomes. And you said the other day Mahomes doesn't have one. If Lamar doesn't win the Super Bowl, maybe that's still true. But right now, if you had to pick a rival for Mahomes, it would be Burrow, and people would say it because he beat him in the playoffs. So if Lamar wins this game, he will have beaten him in the playoffs and have two MVPs to match Mahomes. So you would really – that would be a rivalry. I really think there would be a rivalry But nobody there would say he's going won. For Is someone really going to say he's won I think some people still? would. I would not. Yeah, some but people I think saying Josh I, Allen's won. I think some people will say that. we can, we, we got to throw those But here, here's the other thing. And, and, and what Taylor Lewan said about there's a way to stop him making throw the ball. Bill Polian, the GM, Hall of Fame GM, said that a week ago. They weren't right? watching this year. Right. I, look, Lamar is a much better passer this year. He had a career high in completion percentage. Like I said, career low or tied it in interception rate. He's got a more pass-friendly offense. He's got better receivers, not just the tight end that he can throw it to, right, Mark Andrews. So, to, like, I think that plays into what else he could prove because people still seem to think his style – cannot win big. Even, if, even though we saw Jalen Hurts win big, except he didn't win the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. this would prove, you know what, you got to stop saying these guys that run a lot and are quote-unquote running quarterbacks can't win. So I think that's what he would prove as well. Okay. Can I tell you something, bro? I thought that was a very good point. Also, halfway through the segment, I forgot you were wearing a robe. So it's just normal clothes. <laughs> Purdy Montana next on FS1, the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. I'm just like, oh, he's wearing a robe. <laughs> <laughs> Just look like your clothes. <laughs> okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Welcome back to an electric show, Super 6, free to play. You download the app and you enter for free. You get a chance to win $10,000. It's a great deal. Give it a shot. Lions defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn preparing for Brock Purdy, offered up a comparison that is not quite a comparison, 
Take a listen. You see, once he hit his back foot, that ball is out. So he understands timing. So when you have that, and listen, I'm not comparing him to Joe Montana, but you see, you kind of see those traits as far as putting once he hit his back foot, the ball's out. Okay, he's not comparing him to Joe Montana, but he didn't mention Joe Montana. Uh, Brew, is the hype surrounding Brock Purdy too high? What is he doing? What did he say? Yeah, Joe. He, he said, said he's not at all comparing him to Joe Montana. What? He mentioned Joe Montana, but he has a lot of the traits. Yeah. Now we have Rex Ryan, mm-hmm. a great Rex Ryan. Line. We're gonna hold quote on, hold. Rex Ryan was a very good coach With and a great defensive takes. coach. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying we got Rex Ryan, <laughs> and now we have a DC Shots defensive fired. coordinator for one of the final four teams in the NFL. Also played cornerback in the league. Saying Joe Montana, yeah, the same thing they said about Jimmy comparing Garoppolo Brock. And Brock I, no, I didn't. Really, winner Jimmy Garoppolo was compared Win- to Joe Montana. hundred. Go ahead. Sorry, I I'll let you that. finish. All right, here's what I will say. I'm not going to compare him to Joe Montana, but what I'm going to say is this: Joe Montana <laughs> did not become Joe Montana until he was Joe Montana. You can follow me. You know what I'm saying. I know saying. what you're saying, but I you disagree. don't become the legend until you become he was the legend. Pretty legendary Some people at Notre do. Dame. Really? Yeah. He, really? He, he, no. Really? He was a third round draft. Yes. Pick. He had 25 touchdowns and 25 interceptions at Notre Dame. Wow. And he, and he, he wasn't. Okay, oh, he's never like he was all American that, or anything like that. He was. He was a name, but he wasn't viewed <laughs> he as all that. He doesn't. He have didn't hold one of the most iconic college football moments. At oh, Notre moments! Dame. But I'm yeah. talking about careers. Okay. A lot of people got moments. I want to yeah. have a career. Okay. And at his career at Notre Dame wasn't all that. Because when he stepped in the league and y'all didn't see him, because you're younger than me. That's not. I'm not even. Yeah. Trying to insult. I saw the guy that beat that he sat behind for his first year and a half. Steve DeBerg. He wasn't all that. All right, but Montana came in, didn't was two and six in his first eight starts. In fact, in the catch game, yeah, yeah, he was before the catch by Dwight Clark that led them to the Super Bowl against the Cowboys. He threw three interceptions and fumbled once. They didn't lose the fumble, but he had a fumble. No, you're not comparing. No, my, my point is this. Talk right my, no one thought Joe Montana was going to be a legend. No one thought Tom Brady was going to be a legend. Some guys come in with greatness, Trevor Lawrence, you know, and some of them live up to it. But others, okay. it just happens. So, and I'm, I'm just saying this guy is in the midst of, of at this ass. point, at this point, his career so, has been special. So, at this point, okay. So this is his, on, his second year, Nick. Hold on, second year. He's in the MVP. We forget how young he no, is. No, we don't. People talk about him like he's a nine-year veteran. No, we don't. Really? This, yeah, really. Uh, this is my. Frustration. He's younger than Jordan. The Love. Purdy folks want it That's both ways. This is this is I think my and Greg's frustration. <laughs> the Purdy folks want to be able to mm. say he reminds us of Joe Montana. Yeah. The beat writer for the Niners say Breeze's accuracy with Lamar's athleticism. Do blind what? comps. Really? Yeah, we showed you the tweet <laughs> on the Lamar's show. athleticism? Because of his 10-yard split time. But set it aside. We showed, the, we, we showed it on the show. We, we do blind reveals of Purdy versus Tom Brady. Say he's in the MVP discussion. They want to be able to say all those things and then also be able to say, oh, but I'm not saying he's elite. Exactly. I'm not saying he's great. I'm not comparing him. I'm not doing any of those things. They want all of the, oh, we're giving him all the credit with none of the receipts attached of, do you think the guy is good? That's not a receipt. Well, everybody thinks he's good. No, I I, I think, I think, so Greg did something I thought courageous today because Greg made a list. Yes, I did. And can we show Greg's list? Because I think Greg gave Purdy more of a benefit of the doubt than I would have. You wouldn't Gre- even have him 16th? Well, Greg has him ahead of the following guys who I think are worth a discussion. Derek Carr, Tua, no Russ, and Baker. Tua. Not I think Derek. they're all okay, but but Greg, you, you gave him every tie. Every tie went to him. And the problem is for me, is the biggest party defenders who make us talk about Joe Montana and League MVP, if put to the test, might pick two guys on that list they think he's actually better than. Might pick two. 
So that's so why is what is that like? People aren't sitting. Most people, when they talk about Brock Purdy, aren't making a list of who he's better than. They're just saying, "Look, this dude is dealing. Look at his numbers. Look at his wins." That's what they're saying. And again, Nick, he's going to get better. Like he's only in his second year. He's twenty-four years old. He's got less experience than Jordan Love. Hasn't even started two full seasons. But we talk about him, like I said, like he's a nine-year vet. This dude is doing something nice. And, and this is why the hype surrounding Brock Purdy ends up being a little too high. Because all that you're doing right now, mm-hmm. you're celebrating all of who he is, but still unwilling to truly go out on a limb and say, but he's one of the best. And, and when we put him in the MVP conversation, the reason why he's in the MVP conversation is because he's on a really good team and he's the quarterback of that team and he's producing numbers. Okay. If we were to sit here and say, is Brock Purdy the most valuable player on that team? You cannot with your heart in your heart of hearts. But that's say, not what the uh, award is. It's a quarterback award. We know that. Okay. Well, but his running back is nominated for alongside him. This is, but this is why I have an issue with the hype because, I, and I keep saying this, it's like you, we don't know. You, this was you. What? When Jimmy Garoppolo yes. was no, the quarterback. No, I never, Nick, you noticed, I never said Jimmy Garoppolo should even have made a Pro Bowl. But that's, but I never ever even me, said it. Bro, Brock Purdy, bro, I said, should be MVP. Bro, How's that the same no, thing? You, you, it, is, it is on steroids. But well, it was, yeah, it was, of course, the, same, it's a big it was the same type of, in my opinion, rhetorical tricks of, I'm not saying he's Joe Montana, yeah. but here's my favorite graphic in the world that became a running gag on the show, Dusty the Graphic, where he's alongside Joe Montana. And instead that's of That's just he, called a fact. Right, exactly. I mean, that's, that's so, called a fact. Right, and so, there, so here's the question I have. What is the argument that exists right now that Brock Purdy is clearly better than Tua? What is it? I think his eye test Okay, I, knew, I do but too. Statistically, so I why don't know is what that allowed? Did. Why is it allowed to say, eye test tells me he's better than Tua, well, but I can't no, say eye test more. tells me he's worse than Jordan Love? There's, Why hold on, it? Nick. There's more. He's got three playoff wins and three starts and finishes. How many's Tua got? Oh, so, so you oh, th- hold okay. on, but so that's where that's, that's where worse. the team stuff does matter. There, you know what? There's another. Does one. anyone uh, think? Ball, uh, so do you think? No. You think that if Brock Purdy was a starting quarterback for the Dolphins this year, they would have been better? Worse I don't. The same? I don't. I don't traffic in hypotheticals like yes. this. But then the, I'm just going by what the dude is doing on the field. I don't know what Brock Purdy would be elsewhere. I know what he is in San Francisco, correct. and it's pretty good. He's a really good. That's quarterback what I'm saying. Right, but he understands. He's perfect. I'm a big when it comes to quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Look, Jared Goff, those guys, much bigger arm, taller, statuesque, all that. See over the the line of script, you know, the the offensive yeah. lineman, defensive lineman, all that. But I'm a big intangibles guy when it comes to quarterback because what made Tom Brady, Joe Montana, the best, two of the best ever, intangibles. And this guy has intangibles. I don't know how great he'll end up being, or even if he'll end up being great. But he's got intangibles, and he is off to a sensational start to his career. And what I will add to support you right now is because of those intangibles, we can't continue to almost crown him so early because it's going to take time because there is not a measure when it comes to him being a difference maker or on Mahomes or there's the eye test that you just alluded to. When you look at Brock Purdy and take away all the pieces around him, you don't look at him and say, I need that guy. I got to have that guy under my under center so he can lead my team. You don't really say That's that. Fine. But when you add him, you add pieces around him, does he make those pieces better? Probably. Do they make him better? For sure. But he's not like Patrick Mahomes where we know no, for sure. Like or C.J. No. Stroud where we know for sure and certain it's that not. this kid turned around the whole a franchise. And, and even if they win this week? If the if Kyle Shanahan could get Kirk Cousins this offseason for the same salaries he's playing Brock Purdy, he would do it in a heartbeat. Well, I, in a heart. Really? How do you know? I know. I, I know. Okay. The same. Is I know. Is that written somewhere? I know. Is it? Is it been no, said? Yeah, he's gonna go. <laughs> Mahomes asked about the team of the century, <laughs> the mighty New England Patriots. Take a listen. Yeah, I mean, it's still we still got a long ways to go. I mean, they did it for for 20 years, um, and so um, 
all we can do is take it year in, year out, day, week in, week out, and day every single day. I mean, it's uh, it's something that uh, that's a that's the long goal is to win that many championships and and bring those titles to this organization. Um, but all we can do is focus on the Ravens this week, and that's what we're trying to do. Brew, I believe your rankings are Brady one, Montana two, Mahomes three. Correct. Yes. Well, okay. With Brock Purdy sneaking. Brock Purdy in the periphery. Like Caleb on. Yeah. Let's see what happens this week. <laughs> what would a win mean for Mahomes' legacy this weekend? Well, like I said yesterday, I think we add a mystique to him that is like would put fear in the hearts of some opponents. Like if they this year when they weren't that good. The Ravens look like a juggernaut. Lamar had a better regular season and is mm-hmm. about to win MVP, and he beats them. And it's, it's just going to be like, how in the world are you ever going to beat this guy? Because next year, I would think the Chiefs are going to be better yeah. right, than they are this year. Um, as far as my all-time rankings, just beating Lamar to, or this weekend would not make me move him ahead of uh, Montana. I would keep him third. But if he wins the Super Bowl, and you know, if he wins the Super Bowl – then he'd have three Super Bowls. Montana's got four. He's got um, the two MVPs. Both have two MVPs. And he's just better just better than Montana. Like, right now, Montana was obviously awesome. And the accomplishments, tremendous. 4-0 in the Super Bowls and was great in those Super Bowl runs. Or in most of them. But I think Mahomes is just a better quarterback. And if he gets the hardware, he's got three Super Bowls now. I'll put him ahead of Montana, number yeah. two all time. Yeah, I will have him ahead of Montana. And I will also add that I would end up saying, and this is hard for me, Nick, you were right. Wow. About whatever, uh, everything? About everything. Yeah, thanks. Well, not why would we, why would we question Patrick Mahomes? Everything regarding why would, Chiefs. Oh, why man, would sorry. we ever doubt can he win regardless of who is the, who and what personnel that he has carrying with him? Like this, we let's, let's be real. Like, this is the – and I hate to do this because these guys, have they, they're professional right. and they have all gotten better. But what Mahomes has done, no one thought he was going to be able to do this with the way they looked in the regular season. And so this – and I've said this earlier, this will be the – Best the, num- the best accomplishment that he's had in his career. I would say and so with that, he, it, it, as far as that, I would say team. obviously the Super Bowls, I think. But outside of the Super Bowl wins and the 50-touchdown mm-hmm. year, his first year starting, I think this would be his great – like outside of MVPs and the 50 touchdowns, this would be well, his that's, great I mean, that's achievement. almost every year. That means – I mean, the I – mean, Well, this, he's got the two MVPs. The, he hadn't thrown 50. The, no, but, I, but the, the – so here's where we're all come out on it. Because I already think he's better than Montana. Because it's Brew's point. Brew's right. Montana has four Super Bowls, but as Brew talked about in the party thing, those first two Super Bowls, he wasn't Joe Montana yet. Mm-hmm. He was great. He was, Joe Montana he was, great, no, was yeah. excellent in every Super Bowl. Right. Was bat, downright bad in both of those NFC title games before, and like one was a shutout by his defense. So and then was amazing in the Super Bowl. Uh, so the question is, can he catch Brady? And that is a hard question to answer. Because of Brady's career being done. But the Olympics are coming up. We all watch the Olympics, I would assume. And when you're watching long races, what you see is the world record pace. And it's like, are they on pace or are they Mm -hmm. behind? So let's just say he wins this weekend and compare his first six years to Brady's this first 13 years. So that's Brady's first 13. That's Mahomes' first six with just a win this weekend. If you then also get a win in the Super Bowl, and if they win this weekend, well, you know what? I don't know if they'll be favored in the Super Bowl or not. They're probably better as underdogs. But regardless, he then would have a lot of time to play with, guys. Oh, yeah. And And I don't think he would. I don't think he'd have a drought like like Brady had as far as Super Bowls. I would. Well, I mean, it's it's really – he, I mean, you Brady, think he could go ten years without no, getting to a Super Bowl? No, no, no. I, I think it's very. It'd be very unlikely. No way. And so, and it, that's also because here's the thing: the difference between Brady and Mahomes, or Montana and Mahomes, is Mahomes from the day he started was amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. Brady was not amazing right. until six years in. He was clutch. He had great, amazing moments, but was not amazing until six years in. Montana. Four years in. So it was amazing. Mahomes won his MVP right. his first year as a starter. And as you pointed out, and this is why I would move him ahead of Montana if he gets the third Super Bowl, this like the only guy you can say really hadn't had, doesn't have bad playoff games. Correct. Right. Like everybody else you can say has had some bad playoff and he never does. And one, and a lot of those guys won Super Bowls years. They yeah. had one or right. two or three bad playoff games. Defense bailed them out. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened Sunday. 
Talking about a bad Mahomes game, and the Chiefs defense comes through. Maybe. No count on it. Coming up in 10 short minutes. Well, it's upset alert, even though Brew keeps getting them incorrect. Yeah. I mean, Brew keeps saying there'll be no upsets. I was three upsets. for four. No, that's, that's not how upset alert works, about? Brew. That's a long That's not how it works. Afternoon headline sponsored by Bear Aspirin, the official sponsor of fans' hearts, Bill Belichick. Uh-oh. What's going on? We thought he was going to get one of the seven job openings, and right now there's only a handful left, and it doesn't look like he's getting any. He had two interviews with the Falcons, and Raheem Morris got hired. Charles Robinson writing in Yahoo, a source said meetings with blank crystallized Belichick's continued to belief that the full scope of football operations, personnel, and coaching should be under his decision-making umbrella. Well, I mean, he has a case for that. Does he? Well, it's, I don't think he has a case. Well, he's good. But hold on, but let's ask the actual question. <laughs> he has six Super Bowl rings, but sure. Are you surprised Belichick? Is he bringing still, Tom Brady with him? Still available. I'm not surprised Maybe. because of that quote. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brian, you actually believe it. I'm, because of that quote. If I hire, I want Bill Belichick as a coach. I don't want him coming in running my whole football operations. Why in the world, even if he had done a good job over these last four years without Brady, which they haven't, right? So you got that bad record. But even if he had done well, mm-hmm. you're going to be here, what, three years? Yeah. Four years? I mean, I guess he could stay oh, in the front office but longer. That's but come on, three, four years, probably max. Why do I turn everything over? For you to do all that when I'm going to have to turn it over again in three or four years, no. I would hire him as a coach, but not to run everything. Where are you at, Wilds? Is your team your coach? Well, I think that his resume speaks for himself. The problem is he's like a chef coming into a new restaurant, and he's good at everything. He wants to pick out the silverware. He wants to pick out the music. He's like, if I, if I was Arthur Blank, I'd be like, hey, man, can we just have like the desserts to have someone else do? And it's just because... The Matt Patricia hire, everyone who knows anything about football, just normal people, like, hold on, the guy's defense, I can't do an offense. And Mac Jones's development and the fact that we spent a ton of money on offensive weapons and go to the pro shop and my kids are like, whose jersey do I want? I was like, nothing, let's just get a hat. (laughs) So I think that's rough. But if he just turned over the draft and maybe some coaching decisions – he could get the job. Well, he should be the coach. Yeah, he should have I'm, coaching I'm surprised, decisions. and I understand what you're saying, but I am surprised because, it's, because it is Bill Belichick. And at the end of the day, this is like the individual that walks into uh, a company with a resume, and they check every box. And then myself, if I'm the employer, I say, I love your resume, but you, you're just overqualified. You're, you're a little oh. too overqualified. That's Bill Belichick right now. Like, I get it. We can say he hasn't been successful as of late, regardless of who was his quarterback. We can't say what he's done has not been successful. We can say it hasn't worked as of late, but more often than not, it sustained that dynasty to where you have them on your tiers of dynasties. They, they have two. But That's because of that guy. I think, so listen, I think he had poor strategy. He, he clearly did. He's clearly not desperate for a job. He clearly wants a job on his terms. Yeah, because what happened in Atlanta was people in the organization were like, hold on a second. Sounds like one of the jobs Bill wants is the one I have. And so, you know who I think we should hire? Not that guy because he's going to be taking my job. Absolutely. And so Bill, Bill doesn't feel desperate. My question is, will he in a year, depending on how the next few weeks go and depending on how next season goes? Because... Right now, Bill thinks he needs to catch Shula, but the GOAT coach case is pretty well established for now. Right. So if we can show you a side-by-side of someone who's still coaching and might peel another Super Bowl Ooh, this year, Andy him and Andy. So it's closer from a wins perspective. Wait, Wilds, before you make that funny face. <laughs> the playoff, the, the total wins, which Belichick clearly thinks is an important one, Andy's four seasons away. If Bill never coaches again, which now is on the board. Playoff wins, about four seasons away. You look at the playoff appearances, conference championship games, and then where Bill has the massive edges, of course, the most important two pole wins. But then look at that bottom line. Losing seasons, 8-3. to three. And then we look at these their careers in different contexts. What about them without their GOAT quarterbacks? Well, yeah. And now, hold on a second, <laughs> now there is a discussion to be had, which is Andy without his GOAT quarterback, 
was pretty damn good. Bill, without his GOAT quarterback. Quarterbacks are still the, good. The Philadelphia quarterbacks are good quarterbacks. Oh, he still had well, a lot of great Okay, but Donovan McNabb without Andy good. wasn't great. Mike was coming out of prison. Alex Smith was, had been successful one year prior to coming to Andy. Here's the, here's the reason I say all this. That's why Bill needs this next job. He needs. So I would I would say he would be better off never coaching again than going somewhere, say Atlanta, Washington, whatever, and failing. I'd buy that. And Sh- failing. Yes, because then people really be like, man, I told you, come do anything without Brady. Would be going somewhere else and succeeding without Tom. The, yeah, it's a big graphic. The, you only needed one line. It's just super boring. <laughs> okay, well, um, well it kind of is. I mean, I, I, look, okay, if so we want to break down who was better, X's over. No, I'm not talking about other guys. And, wait, I was in high school. Hold on. So let's just let's say Andy gets to five. Well, then he you gets to five. Then you don't a, think it's well. It's he's gonna have three in two and a half weeks, guys. So and he's gonna have three in two and a half weeks, and, and the look, Chiefs will be the overwhelming favorite. Or eight more years with Mahomes, then he may very well catch it. Quick question. If I had going to give you some money, would you want five thousand dollars or six thousand dollars? That's not how it works. It's exactly how it works. Because six is more than five. Yeah. Yes, you would have. You can make an to argument like, but nope, give me the six. Yeah. Thank you. And he also yeah, did. I'm with you on that, Ross. Well, then Andy's got live from New York. It's the show. That uses a lot of sandwich analogies. <laughs> it's the second hour of First Things First. Today, are the Ravens on upset alert? Stay tuned for the hottest segment in all of sports. Meanwhile, is there a chance, just a small chance, that if Brock Purdy loses, San Francisco will look for a what? new quarterback? That's the question what? coming up. Bro but- doesn't do hypotheticals, so he's going to take that segment <laughs> off. Are we allowed to predict the game? <laughs> uh, but first, the first things first, Bull. Tune in Monday at 3. That's our time. You would have missed the game. The game is on Sunday. Uh, Chiefs at Ravens, AFC Championship. Home teams have been quite dominant, 16-4 and four against the spread, 13-7. Double-digit uh, wins and turnover differential large as well. So, Greg, we'll start with you. What are the chances that Lamar outplays Patrick Mahomes? Well, there's definitely a chance that he can outplay Patrick Mahomes. And and for the first time in his career, he has a lot of talent around him that supports and suggests that. However, I'm going to jump on the opposite side of this really quick because there are some some things that happen in that divisional round. And if you're the Chiefs, this is what it has to look like against Lamar Jackson. If you can run the tape, when you look at this team and what Lamar does well, obviously he runs with his legs, he extends plays. But when you, right here at the top, you got two corners, McDuffie and Snead, that can press and disrupt timing. You have to disrupt the timing. Obviously, you see Likely right there. Harris is a linebacker. You got the, the safety coming down. He's gonna have this, he's gonna have Likely who is circled right here. Lamar has him right there. But he doesn't. Why? Because the pressure of, of, of up front, Harris comes on the blitz. Lamar's eyes are there. He doesn't pull the trigger. Now he goes on in the second half and he starts to pull the trigger. But this is the lane integrity when you're rushing Lamar Jackson that you must have. And this is what it results in. Him holding onto the ball and moving backwards. This is how you want Patrick or Lamar Jackson to operate when he's in the pocket. Holding the football, doubting what he sees, and then you get either sacks or incompletions because he's throwing moving backwards. This is how you beat Lamar Jackson. This is what they did in the first half, they being the Houston Texans that was very successful. In the second half, Lamar turned on the tape. And he started hitting likely, like we saw. And he started hitting Gus out the backfield. Those are the types of things. And we talk about at at length the personnel that the Ravens have. Well, the personnel with the Chiefs in this defense, they can do exactly what you just saw on that tape. Hmm. Look, I think that Mahomes will likely have more passing yards, almost almost certainly have more passing yards than Lamar. Um, I think Mahomes is going to have to be throwing it a lot because I think the Ravens are going to score. They've averaged 34 points a game over their last 11. That would obviously be number one in the league. And I think they're going to do a pretty good job against the run game of the Chiefs. So I think Mahomes is going to be throwing the football. So he'll probably have more yards. We know Lamar doesn't throw for a ton of yards anyway. But I think when we sit back – and I'm predicting, obviously, a Ravens victory. We're going to look at it like Lamar kind of controlled the game. His stats, who knows what his numbers will be. Now, yeah. touchdown. there's games where he doesn't have a, a lot of touchdowns or, or maybe any, and they still win and he controls the game. The thing is this, last week we saw him run for two touchdowns. 
We saw the Chiefs get run on against Buffalo. And as I said earlier, Steve Spagnuolo, great defensive coordinator, but since he's been there in Kansas City since 2019, they've given up more rushing touchdowns to quarterbacks than any team in the league, 26. And, and obviously this is a special running quarterback. So I, I think that I test and overall will say Lamar played better, but I think uh, yards passing is definitely going to go to Mahomes. Yeah, I think the Chiefs have the better defense. The, wow, that's a take. And that is. The, well, so people say that, but so let's just be – there's two ways that the historical measurements of defense are either your yards ranking or your points ranking. The Chiefs were second in yards and second in points. The Ravens were sixth in yards and first in points. So the Chiefs had them beat by 20 yards per game. The Ravens had them beat by .8 points per game. Now where the Ravens were far, far better is turnovers. The Ravens forced 31, the Chiefs forced 17. That I think works in Kansas City's favor because Kansas City's defense all year has been dominant without forcing turnovers. The Ravens have, I don't want to say relied on it, but it's been a huge component of it. I don't think that's happening this week. Lamar historically has struggled against Steve Spagnuolo's defense. Why? Because he is going to heat him up, and Lamar is better than he's ever been, but this did year, played, the he one well place... Against them last time they played. The, he, yeah, he ran for a last ton of yards, and it was his best game. Yeah. They won 36-35. The the one spot this year where Lamar has struggled is when you send six rushers at him. You can't do that consistently if you don't have great corners. The Chiefs have the two best corners in football. Patrick Mahomes, conversely, while we all give Lamar credit because he just had his first good playoff game, Patrick Mahomes has never had a bad playoff game. So I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I also do not think Lamar Jackson is going out, to outplay Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Those sirens means it's time for the hottest segment in all of sports. A segment so hot, my grandmother's friend called me and said she might have a problem. And I said, sir, mind your business. <laughs> it's upset alert. <Freak. laughs> well, you know, she's still a twinkle in her eye. Uh, Greg, we'll start with you. Oh, my upset alert. Uh, you know how I feel about the Detroit Lions. Look, man, this is this is a team that understands what they're up against. They've been at it all season long. We can talk about wow. the, the past five weeks and them giving up all these past yards, but they've found ways to possibly overcome those things. That's why they're in this game. This is why I give them a chance, because as bad as their past defense has been, they have found ways to remain in games and either win hmm. or cause the ref to give them a yeah. fraudulent little call. Hey, look, I was on the side with you, but, but this is the Detroit Lions team. They've been tested. They've, they understand how to play from behind. They sure. understand they've, they've been in games where they've had leads. They've actually lost leads, and then they've had to put their foot on the gas again. So I really like the Detroit Lions in this spot. With Brock Purdy obviously coming off a bad game, you know that Kyle Shanahan isn't going to say, here are the keys to the car, just drive at your own speed. He's going to put him in a comfortable position. Christian McCaffrey's going to play a huge role, and that might favor the Detroit Lions. Uh, I think McCaffrey, I mean, uh, Purdy has a big game. Cause, like, no, you said you it right. Everybody, you meant McCaffrey. No, McCaffrey, it'll be interesting to see oh, how that man. run game goes. You know, yeah. will they be able to run on And he Detroit? can. And Detroit has found ways with Nick They've Mullins doing it, the with that, right. with all these quarterbacks doing it, to still find a way to win. Right. Games. Yeah, but I, I, I think Purdy will have a big game. Most quarterbacks do against Detroit. It's just as simple as that. And uh, San Francisco's going to win. It's okay, time for your upset alert. Upset alert? Yeah. Don't do it. See this? I... For the third straight week, you haven't got there will be no upsets. And this time, I'll be right. <laughs> I was almost right last week. At three seventy five. Nick, you're right. better. Seventy five percent. I was seventy five percent. Yeah, but last that's week. yeah. I am a three out of four. You were seventy five percent in a all favorites parlay, which is terrible. You would lose, and you would lose money. There were the number ones, Baltimore and Sam Fran, both going wow. to the Super Bowl. It ended up on Patrick Mahomes' Instagram. Yeah, I mean, if it, yeah, did you see that? Correct? No, it's not Mahomes good. Mahomes put Drew on his Instagram doubting him. Bulletin board. If, if, they, if, also, if, if, if Kansas show, City we wins. literally in the next room. I, I you know, in an odd way. Oh, listen to this. In an odd way, 
Would I get some credit for that? Oh my God. <laughs> in an odd way? I mean, I'm, I'm with the Ravens. They gonna stomp y'all. I'm just saying. In stop. an odd oh, way. Wait, hold on. Uh, can we get, since he's not doing a pick, can we get you on the record for the score of Baltimore, Kansas City? Because you have been flirting with two touchdowns. 31-24. Okay, that's not two touchdowns. That's not, so the Chiefs allow 30. I was thinking 30 for the first time all year. Tennis, okay. but I go 30. Got it. Time now for the Puxatani Phil football to make his pick. I'm just going to be honest with you. I understand what's going on in Chiefs Kingdom. I've seen Fight Club. I'm, I got to sit outside in the rain, not letting me in, try to push me away. Here's a quick recap if you're just joining us. Take a listen. <laughs> Kevin Wilds, you have been excommunicated from Chief's Kingdom. Oh, Kevin Wilds. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You've been excommunicated from Chief's Kingdom. <laughs> what? Kevin Wilds, you've been excommunicated from the Red Kingdom Tech Nine. Hey, Kevin Wilds, you're excommunicated from Chief's Kingdom. Effective immediately. Okay. I get it. I get it, okay? <laughs> I, I, I paid my penance. It's like when you send your kid to your room. Don't come out until I say so. You can't leave them in there for two months where I've been. I rooted for the Patriots to beat the Chiefs. That's my big crime, rooting for my hometown team. I don't waver. Ten toes down. <laughs> Chiefs win. Again, like I picked last week. Right. I'm happy and mad at the same time. <laughs> Nick, it's time for your picks. All right, Nick's picks. It's been a rough year. We're not going to lie to you. We had a sub-500 regular season for the first time since this show's existed. We really? now need to go undefeated the rest of the way in the postseason and oh, finish above it. 500. We can easily do it. Last week, I'll be honest, I think the Bucks pick, I was on the right, right side of that. Plus six and a half. Just get the two-point conversion. Come on, the Chiefs obviously never a doubt. Here's where we're going. You're giving Patrick Mahomes points. Thank you. You might as well spit in his face. Chiefs getting three and a half. They're going to win outright. 9-1-1 one, and one is an underdog in his career. An underdog more than three, 2-0 and oh against the spread. And by the way, how dare you make an underdog more than three? Lamar, on the other hand, has a home favorite, 16-23 and 23 against the spread. Super Bowl winning quarterbacks in the playoffs as underdogs cover 71% of the time. And none of them... Or Patrick Mahomes, except for, of course, Patrick Mahomes last week, which helped that stat. In a low-scoring, <laughs> defensive battle that the Chiefs have been built for the last two years. 19-13 Kansas City. Y'all make up on all those field goals against Cincinnati. They were practicing for the AFC title game. <laughs> now, Detroit Lions. You I understand not. it's Friday at 4-15. And if you're a Lions fan, you might be thinking... When are we talking about you? Right now. Lions. <laughs> outright winners. Wow. What is Jared Goff's kryptonite? Pass rush. What have the Lions built for? Best left tackle in football, Panay Sewell. Dan Campbell talking about biting kneecaps. Frank Ragnall's got every torn ligament he's going to play anyway. You hold up against that San Francisco pass rush. Jared Goff can deal. What's the Lions defense built for? Stopping the run. What are they susceptible against? The pass. Well, luckily you're playing a team that only wants to run the ball to then set up the pass. Detroit, 31 points. The Niners, 31. 24. So it's Bruce actually Ravens Chiefs score, but wow. it's a different game. 31. Chiefs went outright 19-13 on the and the Lions win 31-24. That's Nick's picks. Two on a weekend. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, it was good. It's gonna be 0-2. No. Oh, and two. Brew, I'm the definitely Chiefs getting gonna one. Brew, on Monday, we're gonna, we've already started planning weird things for you on Monday. <laughs> I don't doubt that. <laughs> it's time now for a take so wild I gasped when I saw it in the rundown. 49ers favored by more than a touchdown. Sunday at 6 on Fox. Nick, you think there's a chance that Purdy is playing for his job on Sunday? Or I want to be very, very clear on what I think. Okay. And I actually think everyone at the table agrees. I think that we were one drive away from an offseason of do the Niners need an upgrade at quarterback conversation. And that drive could have been either Purdy's final drive not coming through 
or Jordan Love's final drive coming through. And even if Purdy did what he did, we all agree Purdy had nothing to do with Jordan throwing that interception. Mm -hmm. I think that would have been the discussion, that the Niners have been banging on this door and unable to get through. But we saw that whole game. We saw how it ended. Against a pass defense that, as Brew has pointed out, and I don't know if we can show the numbers or not, but Stafford carved up and Baker carved up at home as a huge favorite. So that's what this pass defense has given up this postseason, this being the Lions. If Purdy has a game that looks like how he looked in round two, when everyone's like, oh, it's not his fault, it's there's a light drizzle, um, <laughs> then the question absolutely will be asked of Kyle Shanahan, who has always loved Kirk Cousins, who wanted to get Kirk Cousins when he first got there, mm. who Kirk Cousins is going to be a free agent, would Kirk Cousins be willing to take less than top-of-the-market money for his best chance to win a Super Bowl. And everyone would agree that would give them a better chance to win the Super Bowl. The whole idea behind Purdy is he runs Shanahan's offense great, doesn't make mistakes. We saw him make a half-dozen mistakes in the first playoff game, and they just weren't caught by by Green Bay. So, yeah. If he plays terribly, his job is in question. The Cousins thing is interesting. The Cousins is is good. Like, I like good. Kirk Yeah, he's good. I, I, You'll I'm say not, he's good, unlike Purdy. No, I've never said Purdy's not good. Okay, Purdy sorry. is really good. Sorry. But, no, I don't think he's playing for his job. I mean, he's 24 years old. He's great for that system, obviously. I mean, the numbers, you could talk about Garoppolo won with them, but Garoppolo never put up individual numbers like this. And the offense went from, like, 23 points a game with Garoppolo to 30 with Purdy. With McCaffrey. I mean, well, look, and, and McCaffrey is awesome. I'm just saying he wasn't that much of a difference maker his last year in Carolina. Right, but he was so I'm just he saying was he's a in great San Francisco runner. with Garoppolo. With Garoppolo, But you could just argue that he – well, how many should he play with Garoppolo? One five game? games. It's five and, games. And what the offense five games. Was Garoppolo at a 105 rating? And they, no, okay, they, the one only of, Purdy team that beat him was the away. Chiefs. Purdy average was, had a passer rating of 113 this year. Like, and Purdy, again – I really feel like people think he's 29 years old and in his ninth year. He's in his second year. He's going to improve. And part of the thing, and look, I did defend Jimmy Garoppolo when he was with the Niners because he won. And But part of the reason they wanted to get rid of him, part of it, was the dude could never stay healthy. And he he was healthy two years of his ten. Now, I know a lot of that he was off the bench. But, what, six years as a starter? He's healthy two years. So there was that, and he couldn't make all the throws, which Purdy can make. Purdy's a better quarterback than Garoppolo. I think we all agree on that. So, I I mean, look, if he goes out there and he is horrific, four interceptions and just looks horrible, which I don't think – I don't know that any of us think that's going to happen – then I guess anything's on the table. But, no, he goes out there. Even if they lose, I don't think he's playing for his job uh, with the Niners. Yeah, I think it really matters how he plays and how he looks in this game. Like, if he wins, obviously, we know winning covers up of all course. your – we'll If it looks just like last week. If it looks like last week and they lose the game, yeah. yes, Kyle Shanahan is going to be looking to upgrade. Why? Because at the end of the day, I understand you're saying he's won and what his record is in the postseason. But in the terms of who's on the time clock, Kyle Shanahan is on the time clock. Ooh. Can he wait to see if – is it going to work out next year with Brock Purdy? I don't know if he has that time. He doesn't know if he has that time. So I think he's continuously flirted with other quarterbacks while having Jimmy Garoppolo and now with while having even, even Purdy. And if it doesn't work out, you have to wonder and believe you got to try to – you've tried it so many times with just a guy that mm-hmm. can manage your offense. you got to go and try to find a difference maker or a guy that's a step above. So the question for you is, if the 49ers are a guy who is impeccably dressed – but with an okay pair of shoes. You go to him and be like, you know what? You should get some nice shoes. He'd be like, yeah, but if I get nice shoes, I can't afford this whole outfit. Is that what Brock Purdy is? Like, if you get Kirk Cousins in, he costs, let's say, $30 million, are you going to have to lose some of the Prob- yeah, probably wonderfulness they, yeah, of the I mean, 49ers? Listen, the Niners, the, probably, the, well, and listen, Purdy's the, I mean, really he makes less than a million bucks. So like, and so you could, as Brew has said, you could in the short term borrow some money essentially from the future to try to finally get over the hump. Purdy, the... 
Purdy on a dollar for dollar basis is great. Number the, one, the, I would the, say. The, you certainly yeah. can make. I mean, CJ Stroud probably more, yeah. but the but he doesn't. He makes a lot more than Purdy actually, even on a rookie deal. The the question is if they are going to feel like once again not going to be good enough in these spots. Jimmy Garoppolo did not. They did not draft Trey Lance purely because and move on from Jimmy because of injury. It was also because we can't get over the hump. And, right, and they wouldn't throw the ball. Correct. In the they, exactly right. right. And so if Purdy was excellent in his first playoff game, he was then bad against Dallas and they won because of their defense. He was bad in the first in the, the game this weekend against Green Bay for the first three yeah, three hours some, of it and then was good at the end. If he's bad again here, that is in three out of four bad postseason performances. That will make the Niners at least look around this offseason. It just will. The team's too good otherwise. I look at Kyle Shanahan a little bit. Yeah. But this is what we do. Let's blame the people who are actually. The guy's one in 30. Hey, we've got a podcast and a YouTube channel. In our latest video, I tell my family there's also a game on Saturday in order to avoid family engagements. <laughs> will they catch on? <laughs> Subscribe to find out. Medal's time. True story. Uh, Denver in the garden. Joker with a no-look pass. Pretty sweet. Uh, Denver did not win. They lost. Knicks won big, uh, but no medal. Even on the Friday before Conference Championship Weekend, got to do our medal stand. Bronze medal, the Chiefs AFC Championship in 2020 over the Buffalo Bills. Silver medal. The bronze. The Chiefs AFC Championship in 2019 over the Tennessee Titans. Still photos. Gold medal. Gold. The Chiefs. Uh, AFC Championship in 2022 over the Cincinnati Bengals. That's your medal stand as we get for we're gonna we're gonna have to bump one of those off this week of the Chiefs AFC well, you don't Championship. Know how he's gonna play now no. if it's like 1913. Well, it, it, no, it'll still you know to go back to back. We'll bump off that Bills win. Everybody beats the Bills in the playoffs. Come on. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, time now to lift the bin on puns and frankly allow Brew to cook. It's Monday morning headlines. Nick, we're going to start with you. All right. I mean, you guys know what mine's going to be. Go ahead. Don't you? No. Come on. Never a doubt? Bro, got it. Never a doubt. <laughs> Chiefs Dynasty rolls on. Despite... Gosh. Dusty, what did I ask for that subhead to say? It's supposed to say Chiefs Dynasty rolls on despite idiot doubters. Idiot but doubters. they didn't. They censored me once Thank again. Thank you, Dusty. Uh, the high <laughs> part. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mine, before we get to Brew, is... I did doubt a little, <laughs> but not too much. I mean, the offense was kind of weird. terrible. The most drops in four years, so what do you want me to do? Say it's not happening? Chiefs headed back to the Super Bowl. All right, mine, guys. Oh, no. The Ravens go ham. Baltimore eats, starves the Chiefs en route to Lamar's first Super Bowl appearance, baby. It's going to be ham sandwiches for everybody. That's Except a, for the Chiefs. I mean, I Baltimore the goes ham, baby. Brews on a fast. I know. So I he wish can't I could Boy, you don't he know how much I would love that. So <laughs> <laughs> you want this, Wiles? Oh, one for you, one for Nick. Oh, thank you. Thank you. 